Hey, Tiff. What up, Chris? Let's start the song. I love this song. Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? No. Oh my god. Do y'all feel it in the air? It's a little brisk. What's happening? What was that? What was that? Y'all like Halsey Weeb. It's Halsey Weeb. Halsey Weeb. Which means we're going through all four of the Halsey albums this month. Because they're spoopy little baby albums. So spoopy. Oh, what the scary little album. Ooh, you'll be so terrified by Halsey's emotional problems. Because, at least, this came about because early Halsey is so important to me. And I fucking love these albums because the vibe is very supernatural teen drama vibes. As we go through songs, I'll explain. Yeah, like. You feel it in your bones. I think you've also said that sentiment before on the pod. Not the Halsey, but like songs that sound like they've been long in a supernatural teen drop. Yes, but I want to elaborate on how and why we get to them. Absolutely. We will do just that. So this was your first listen, really. Mm-hmm. Their first album. A little, a little ditty we like to call Badlands. One word. And we are listening to the deluxe edition. It's the only way. Yes, I, I would say in this case it is the only way, because there's a lot of older Halsey songs that are retrofitted for this album, and uh, we'll talk about this later, that actually complement the album better, I think. Like, well, this is, for me, back in the... It wasn't quite Pandora times. I think I had just rediscovered Pandora later in life, and Pandora was like, you'd love this Halsey music. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And my first song was, I want to say Castle, which is the first song on the album, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. And, or no, and I was like, I don't know if I like this. Mm-hmm. And then I had Gasoline. And I said, this weird shit is for me. And then I went back to Castle and was like, how did I not like this? And like, I am still very obsessed with this album. I, we did a little baby listen before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I know every word to this album. <laughs> like, I love this album. Hell yeah. Absolutely, you do. So let's go. Yep. And for me, this is my first uh, taste of a full-on Halsey album for the second time. I actually have listened to a bunch of singles, and I listened to a later Halsey album in its entirety. The last one. Yes. Because of random reasons that were actually only tangentially related to Halsey. But here on Halsey Week... We'll talk about that later, boils and ghouls, but for today... Oh, boils and ghouls and non-binary boils and ghouls. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of a, a scary Halloween word for non-binaries either, so I was just like, you know, just like you you folks out there... Skellingtons. Let, let us know what you're thinking. Skellingtons is good. Boils, ghouls, and skellingtons. Everyone's got skellingtons. Everyone's got skellingtons. Skellingtons don't got genitals. Yeah, 100%. Cool, now, glad we figured it out. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm glad let's we... go into Castle. Let's go into the very first song, Castle. They're gonna make me the queen. I love this song. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I can't remember when this movie came out, but there was a movie that was a sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes. That just focused on the Huntsman. I think Halsey probably had a different song for this, but this song just sounds like it should be the theme of that movie. So this song, weirdly, was in a lot of supernatural teen dramas, mm. but like, felt like it should be. Like, yeah. I already knew it when it was, and I was like, oh, this feels right. Like, it's a little, like, haunting beat 
Mm-hmm. It's very haunting. Sorry, haunter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> For our Pokemans out we there. We are all Pokemans. And it's just such a, like, Halsey lyrically, not that deep, not that hard to understand, but, mm-hmm. like, does so many cool little things to also add to how scary this song is. I'd say every song in here, we'll, we'll repeat this a lot, the devil is in the details, more so in the music and the production, and specifically the discordant noise elements in the background, and also, you've mentioned this before, some of the stuff that's happening to Halsey's voice as well. It's also really cool in the sense of, like, they know when to use those low notes or when to, like, whisper sing. Like, they know what they're doing mm-hmm. with their voice. And this is album one. I would call this a statement of intent song. Just a real, like, this is who I am. This is this album. This is what I'm putting out in the world. This is why I'm hot. Sure. And, uh, Don't. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Mims. That's all I have for you. <laughs> I don't know why the one hit wonder with Mims walked in our studio to remind us of his this one hit why, wonder. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Fine, Mims. You're hot. Please leave. Oh, I'm so sorry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> But yeah, this uh, this one's uh, this is a, a tight little way to start an album like this. It 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 really is like a are you ready yeah. part of an album. It's very like this is what we're doing. I hope you're ready for this mood. When I wrote my notes for this, I wrote the statement of intent line. I also just wrote two words to describe it: opulent and anthemic. It's a big old song that must yes. take up a big old amount of space. Even if lyrically, it's not really. I don't want to say it's about nothing. But what it's about is very much secondary to how it sounds. It which feels is like fine and good, actually. It feels to me like I'm gonna. Yeah, we're doing this. So, sure. The image that comes to my brain is a girl walking down a really fancy hallway in like a palace, like mm-hmm. a like gothic ass palace. Yeah. And like, why is she so pale? Mm-hmm. I'll never tell. Like that's the vibe I get. Yeah, I, I feel like Halsey's a lot of Halsey's songs are meant more to convey that kind of stuff in your head than to tell you like a story or a sentiment. And that's kind of where I am with this album. I'm yeah. not I love the lyrics. Like I know them all, but like me singing them is I gotta do them justice. Like you need the music, you need the backing, like you need the whole vibe. So instead, here's a mental image that this song makes me feel. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think that's a fair way to review it. Yeah. Now from here, if you don't mind. Yeah. I'm thinking number two now. Oh my god, you're thinking shits? I'm thinking a little uh, little song and dance number that Halsey released called Hold Me Down. Hold Me Down. I love Hold Me Down. Like, it's so fun to sing it mm-hmm. because it's Hold Me Down. Like, it's the, the word down goes down. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's just one of those simple, fun, but always effective tricks that Halsey does. You know? And I like that. Yeah. Like, it's such a cool hold me down in my brain is more man i wish i wasn't still in love with him but like i lost my virginity to him yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah there's a lot of grappling with uh let's say and pardon me for the kind of overused word a lot of toxic exes yes on this album so yeah and yeah i think that's a fair sentiment and so it's very like well he still says he loves me and like he's there sometimes when i really need him yeah, yeah, very much. Because it's it. sneaking out the back door, make no sound. Yeah, knock me out. This is what I live for. Like it's not good. It's yeah, it's her reconciling with some them reconciling with their emotions about their ex. Yeah, 
I would say in my notes, I wrote that this is the first song that swings more towards traditional pop. Yeah, this keeping. is not as scaly. And I think Halsey's going to do that quite a bit, both in their career and specifically on this album. This album is half pop, half uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we will talk about individually how each song falls in that category and how they do. This, not as much as Supernatural teen drama, still yeah. a teen drama. Yes, I think that's a good point. Definitely more of like maybe a breakup scene or... Possibly, yeah, you like no, like fucking uh, your ex scene. I was gonna say more of like, oh man, I don't know how we ended up in this closet together. Yeah, See? it's like, well, here we go. <sighs> My shirt's already off. Now you mentioned that the other half of these songs you called uh oh songs, right? That's I don't know how else to say it. No, I uh oh, that's <laughs> I say that because our next song I think is the biggest uh oh on this album. It's a little thing called new americana that's different that's not what i meant i know but you gotta admit this song's an uh-oh so okay fine but a different so there's kind three kinds of songs on this album yes there's pop there's woo and then there's uh-oh yes i think that's totally fair <laughs> this is uh i do not feel bad for saying this even if we go eventually when we go later later song by song this is the worst song in the album so this song we talked about this earlier how do I know every word of it, though? The same here. How, how dare you ride Nirvana with marijuana? <laughs> Legal marijuana. I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> There's a lot of song, a lot in this song I don't want to talk about. Like, it's a mess, but then you also go, oh, they were so young. I get it. Yeah, yeah this song, I've mentioned before that Halsey likes to make these songs that sound really big and, like, they're taking up a lot of space. <laughs> this is the song where I would say... It sounds like they were just going for sounding big and yes. didn't put a song to it. It does have cool little sounds in it, though. It does. Like, you get the audience, or, like, you get the voices in the back going, oh. Like, That's probably my favorite part of yes. the song. That is, a, that is a, an, ear, an earworm, I gotta admit. You're but, right. like, other than that, you're like, I get it. You know what song? I actually wrote this down. This song reminds me of another specific song I would also call a miscalculation. Okay. And that is an early Jesse J track called Do It Like a Dude. How dare you? That song's perfect. No, no. For very different reasons. Those are both songs that, like, I look at the artist, I look at the song, and I'm like, what happened here? You know I love to do it like a dude. Yeah. And I would say this, I'd say Do It Like a Dude is more enjoyable than this one because this one kind of. For as big as it is, it kind of doesn't really have a pulse. It is a very slow-feeling song. Even the chorus of, like, We are done to Americana. It feels like March. And it's just, it's borderline unpleasant. Yeah, but it's like, I know it's supposed to, but it doesn't sound great. Especially in conjunction with the other songs in the album. Oh, absolutely. I just, it feels, this album feels so intentional to me. Yeah. That, like... It's supposed to be like a funeral dirge. And, and that's that's not for me, but I also just think that sometimes like you can like, you know, come in and have it fully formed intentionally, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily gonna work. That's true. Halsey went in with a strong idea and couldn't quite do the landing on this one. That I was my general feeling. Don't love it, but I kind of love that it's a funeral dirge. I love it in a very trashy way. It is a very fun song to sing along. And I would call it trash, but good trash. Oh, no. We've talked about this. It yeah. is trash. Yeah, Who absolutely. Next? Nothing wrong with trash. All right. Next one, we're getting a little back on track here. It's called Drive. So Drive is also more poppy, and it starts with, like, car songs, and it's just very, like, I'm making some assumptions. Lyrically, it feels like someone, because I know they grew up in, like, New York, I think, mm-hmm. and it feels very, like, I moved for my dreams, but I don't feel comfortable in this space. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And like it gets its points across in such a chill way. Like it really is the title says it all. Drive is just like, I'm still in my car. Mm-hmm. And I, this isn't what I'm used to, and I don't know how comfortable I am here. This is definitely on the better end of like a, the poppier song. It's still very pop. Yeah, yeah, but it's a good sad pop. Which it is. is. That's what I, Halsey doesn't really make fun bops. <laughs> yeah, so even like, yeah, describing some of these songs as pop, like you may, it's like we are not comparing Katy Perry to more tri- Katy Perry. We're not comparing Halsey to traditional pop like Katy Perry. Yeah, there you go. So, My eyes got very big. Yeah, there's a lot of there, even in the more poppy songs. There, there's a lot of a lot of sadness. There is nothing but sadness. A lot of longing. A lot of regret. Always be sad. That's the Halsey method on on your songs. I, I trust on their they're doing. Songs. Yeah, I yeah. trust they're doing well as a person. I hope so. I hope they're doing a lot better. For this one, the only note I wrote down was interesting guy singer on the second chorus. Yes. In that he does not. Harmonize. No. He just sings the melody yeah. in his register. Which, yeah. And I was like, okay. That's a chill choice. Chill choice. Makes, makes sense thematically with the lyrics, you know? And it could have... It kind of hit me like two friends just singing in the car. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And that's like, this is the right vibe for those. Yeah, so that's why I wrote down interesting on that, because I thought it was a cool little choice. It feels like a background track to a teen drama. Yeah. It's not like the main focus of the... It's not like two people really going at it and the song's loud. It's like it's on the radio and like people are talking. Yeah, well, like a scene is happening. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Or like they're in the car or like... Okay, this is the image of my brain. Go Someone ahead. pulls up in the car. The song's playing. It's like mid-song. It's TV. Mm-hmm. And the friend gets in the car and is like, you will not believe the day I'm having. And then our driver turns it down a little bit, but she still kind of hear it while they talk. Yeah. That's the vibe of the drive. Yeah, that 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 is uh, that is what Drive was put on this earth to do. I really like it though. So it's far, a good song. Yeah, here for it. I like it too. And after that, we have a a little uh, little number called Hurricane. <sighs> hurricane. I like Hurricane. Hurricane. I don't know. Him again. <laughs> I wrote two notes for this. My first note, and I don't know if I can remember this off the top of my head. There's an interesting pronunciation of the word violence in the chorus. Yes. They sound out all the syllables. Yes. Every single syllable. Violence. Yes. Which is just like, you know, that's fine. You got to make the the song, you got to make the word fit the meter in some way. Yeah. And I think that's that's cool. That's cool. It's neat. It's neat. Uh, I also wrote after this basic message. Don't date toxic men. Yeah. And to that I say, good advice. Good advice, Halsey. And at this point in the album, where the first half is a bit, it's sad, but it's a bit more reflective looking on the up and up. This is the kind of song that's like perfect for the first half of the album. This song is also very like, okay, I made some mistakes. Yeah. I know what I did. Not going to do it again though, y'all. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, I just love this album. <laughs> Yeah, and this this is kind of a this this song I would say Hurricane is the a bit difficult to talk about because it kind of just does the stuff we talk about well. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything to set itself apart too much, uh, which is okay because that just makes it a really good album track. Then it's also like for this album because so much of these songs are so big and have such an impression. Mm-hmm. You're like, like I had to literally listen to it again and be like, oh yeah, that one is Hurricane. I'm okay. It also has one of my favorite things that is just in a lot of Halsey songs on this album, mm-hmm. which is the backup vocals being like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And that's like, 
And then you get the words, I'm a hurricane again. And it's such a cool, like the audio sounds for this. Mm-hmm. There's a weird little ghost who lives in this album and I'm obsessed with it. We, you know, I, I don't know if we mentioned this on the pod yet. This is an album that really benefits from headphones. You have to. I, you have to. Like, I've listened to it in the car. It's fine in the car. But you get so many cool little sounds and little things and all the weird little discordant shenanigans. So much better in a headphone. Truly, yeah. A lot of very fun production choices that you really mostly get. Especially in some nice, like, noise-canceling Big old headphones that cover those yeah. those weird little ears of y'all's oh, wow. audience with your weird ears. Oh, sorry, I got scared because my ears are tiny. <laughs> yes, but and as I was saying that, I was like, I was like oh, I, oh no, I I truly, from my heart, just wanted to insult the audience. That's ears. fine, but <laughs> yeah. like I, because obviously Halsey Weed, one of my best creations of all time. I got to name it. I got to do everything, and like it's because this is an album that I love so much. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first things I said. I said you can listen to it however you want, but like make sure you listen to it at headphones at least once. Like you have to. I agree. You have I to. agree. So yeah, this is it. This is a good song. Yeah, hurricane. Now from here, we're gonna continue on the slightly more lighthearted trend. Slightly, I say. We'll see. With a little thing called Roman Holiday. I like Roman Holiday. It's poppy. It's fun. This is. Except, Except for maybe one other song we'll talk about later. Maybe the most straightforward traditional pop song on the album in terms of sound. Lyrically, all of Halsey's songs are sad on this album. Like, yeah. one of the lines in this song is literally, I remember when my father put his fist through the wall that separated the dining room. Like, they're not and a happy songwriter. <laughs> and the thing is, I still don't feel like I'm doing them a disservice by saying it's more traditional pop because sad bops are a cornerstone of our culture. I love sad bops. Must we invoke the name once again of Outcast? Oh. And that one song whose name is escaping me in the moment. How's it go? My baby don't mess hey around. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. This, hey y'all, right. Hey y'all. One of the sad, hey y'all. One of the great sad bops of all time. Yeah. So that's when I say that some of all these stuff sounds more traditional pop. Trust me. I'm putting like, them fuck in. Fuck you is also not a happy bop. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love... The thing I love about a Halsey sad bop yes. is it's, I'm going to just keep using this as a touchstone. For sure. They're more of a sad funeral than a boop, boop, boo. Even in this, it's still very fun and boopy, yeah. but like, there's still like a lingering sadness that's always there. Yeah. You, you don't have a song quite as like, uh, quite as so weird as like hey ya where the music and the lyrics are purposely telling two different stories the music here still complements the sad and like it's it is still a sad bop but it's like the feeling of being a teenage girl with depression but can't go get help so you're like i'm fine and you know what's funny you've mentioned a couple times that you consider this album to be kind of ahead of its time and sort of laid the groundwork for a lot of artists that follow i stand by it I feel like this album had to walk so early Billie Eilish could run. And it's stand funny, by it. funny you say that because in my notes for Roman Holiday, I wrote, first thing, and this was a straight from the gut reaction, some mild Carly Rae Jepsen vibes from this song. Yes, and I feel that. I feel like, whether intentional or not, I feel like Halsey changed a really cool thing in pop of like not just the sad bop, but letting your sad bop still feel kind of like it's raining. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's uh, that's another winner. And uh, right after that, we uh, we come on to a little song called Ghost. Which you loved. This is actually one of my heavy hitters for the album. I was surprised, too, because like I 
it, it's I, I kind of see where you're talking about, where it's like, I don't know what I could say about Ghost that differentiates it from the other good Halsey bops on here. It's a fun song to know every word for, because it is the most, like, rhythmic speaking shit on the album to me. Yeah. Also, this one is, I, I like this one and a, a lot of Halsey songs for a similar reason. It's very simple and tight. It's like, it's got one idea that it wants to do really well. It does it, and then it gets out of Dodge. And I just think that's neat. My favorite thing about Ghost is, I think, I, the way they say the word ghost, their voice kind of, like, almost cracks a little bit. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the use of your vocals in such a cool ghost kind of way is, like, so fucking cool to me. Also, personally for me, I, this was the first song where, like, I was kind of digging on the lyrics as well. I just think the idea of a ghost as a metaphor for a lover who is no longer the same person they were. Is, yes. That's a good little metaphor. I yeah, dig it. Yeah. It's good. It's spoopy. So it fits with the rest of the album. Yes. It's got a sweet as hell guitar section in the second verse. <laughs> Please and, tell them what you said to me about well, the guitar. Because that was also what I wrote in my notes. That's fucking rad as hell. But then it doesn't come back. It's like, is that my ghost? <laughs> To never see again? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Little cool guitar section. I love this song because I feel like it has a lot of little shit like that. Like it builds and it does so many cool little things. But you're like, wait, that was it? Yeah. Hold on, what? That was it? Yeah. And I, it makes you feel, I think, what they felt. Yes. But with musics. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I think this is the first song in here that I would say evoked the emotional reaction as well as the auditory one for me. Because not nah, every part of this album for me. Yes, but you also we should put up front. You've lived this album. I feel like I could get to that point if I lived this album. So I'm going off of when did this album come out? 2015. So I was 24. I was. It was two years after one of the most intense life changing events of my life. I had moved to another state. Mm-hmm. I was in a kind of a new relationship because we had been together maybe maybe a year at this point, me and my partner. Yeah. And uh, so we had just started. It was like within the first chunk of months of us living together. And I was not okay. Like I was living with really big, sad depression mm-hmm. and not sure how to experience that like in my body. And then this sad ass album happened. And I said, this is it. This is how I've been feeling. Yeah. That's a, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. That's what I mean, is that, like, sometimes with these albums like this, and I watched this in a video once, how great an album is to a person does slightly come down to some sort of personal relationship to the album. Oh, absolutely. Which I love. I love hearing stories like this, that how albums connected with someone in just the right time. Yes. You know? So, that for that reason, I think it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the album I made myself start getting over my anxiety of being outside, because my worst depression, I can't even leave my room. Like, I'm just too anxious. And I said, I'm going to go on a tiny walk in our neighborhood. And I were putting, like, headphones on and walking. I told you, this album makes me feel like I'm walking down a road with, like, tall trees and shit. Because that is where my old neighborhood was. Yeah. Like, it makes me visualize my old apartment. So, yeah, when I say that this is the first song to emotionally evoke something out of me, that's more like, now that I did one preliminary listen where I just listened to the album and just kind of heard out the sound. On the second listen, where I was listening a bit more deeply, this was the song where I was kind of like, you know what? I'm starting to feel things. Oh, no, my feelings are showing. And that feeling's going to continue, Tiffany, because right after Ghost, we have another one of my personal heavy hitters, Colors. 
I love color. This song fucking rules. It's so good. What I wrote in the notes, I wrote two things. Uh, the first thing I wrote, and I apologize, this sounds very writer-y. I wrote, tension in the verses released by the ethereal chorus. Yes! Because, the, yeah, the, the verses, they, they keep you boxed in with this very specific syncopated kind of percussion and the way that they're singing. But then the chorus just opens up. And it's I love such it. such a cool situation yeah yeah exactly it was a heavy hitter at one point because of course as someone who cannot drive my boy used to have to drive me everywhere and i would put this album on in the car a lot like i would not be surprised if he knows half this album (laughs) that could be yeah and i remember every time like there are certain ones i still don't skip we skipped colors today and that's probably the fourth time i've ever skipped colors and you know that happens just the more you listen um the more those moods just strike you yeah and like i knew what i wanted to get to and it is not one of my heavy hitters right now yeah but like when we were listening today i said something about like oh ghost isn't a heavy hitter for me and you were like what i love ghost and i was like well now like i've lived with this album yeah since it came out so I've had my time with Ghost. I was going to say, at some point, Ghost wasn't. Ghost was such a heavy hitter at one point. And so was Colors, but they're not the ones that get me right now. We haven't yeah. hit my heavy hitters. Yes. So that'll be fun once we get to those. Uh, I also will say this is maybe my favorite in the pantheon of like traditional sad bops. Yeah. This is a great sad bop. I, I would say like you could put this on a playlist with Hey Ya is how good this song is. Hey Ya. Yeah. I love it. I love this song. So you'd think I would love Colors Part 2. It's. Just the fade out, but unnecessary. It's a remix. It's an hour and yeah. a half long credit sequence to Colors. And it doesn't need it? I don't get it, honestly. I also felt that. It feels weird because it's the only song that I'm ever like, well, I skip it now. But like, in my OG listens, I was like, I could take this in. So we've had some, not arguments, but kind of different thoughts on a deluxe album. Like you've talked about. I swear by a deluxe album. And I feel like sometimes a deluxe album can get bogged down with the songs that weren't good enough for the real release. And basically, I would kind of put Colors Part 2 in that category. I would too, but the other stuff you gain from this deluxe is worth it. Yes. So, Colors Part 2, a miss. Is this the beginning of the deluxe of this? Uh, What do you mean? What track number is Colors Part 2? Oh, that is a good question. Colors Part 2 is track number 9. Okay, so... Ah... Now the original, yeah. There, not only did they did they add songs to this, they actually changed the order up a bit. Too. Yeah. So if you compare the two, it's a kind of a much different album. And I've only ever had the deluxe because that's when I would find music on my own, and, and like I love deluxe albums. And I wouldn't dream to dare to ask Tiffany to have a whole new experience with an album that she loves and has had this long relationship. With. I would have so cried. We're sticking deluxe on this. We one. had to. So, that one, whatever. Whatever. This one, uh, at least we'll have some more things to talk about. Yeah. Strange Love. Strange Love, I remember specifically showing you after... Oh my god. So, when I first brought up that I wanted to do Halsey albums for a month, uh, still my favorite response you've ever had to me, I said, we can call it Halsey Weed. And you went, Jesus, Tiffany! Yeah. And I went, are you bad? And you went, that's just really good. Yeah, I... <laughs> And I like felt like I still needed to sell it to you. And so then I made you listen to specifically the beginning of this song. Mm-hmm. Because I said, the weird low anger of how you start Strange Love yeah. is striking. It's true. It's uh, This album, in my opinion, uh, it starts like sad, but with like some mild bops and 
kind of a kind of ethereal, floaty. And there's a there's a sense in some of these lyrics in the first half that Halsey is trying to move beyond this stuff. Castle yeah. is a standout in the first half of the album. Like, I'd say so. Yeah, it's the only one that's like. Ooh. The second half to me is where it starts to get a bit darker. Yes, like, like there's less hope at the end of the tunnel and a bit more. And that's what sinking. I'm here for. I am here for that dork shit. Like, now, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna, like strange love is such a like. Even the way. You can say the word fuck and just say the word fuck. Yeah. But the way that they say, did we fuck on the bathroom sink? It's so like, okay, okay. D- did you? Are you mad that I want to know? You know. Did you? Funny you say that. I would agree. Really good F-bombs on this album in that they feel intentional, very, very specifically chosen. Yes. And so it was very like, because this album isn't just full of swears. Yeah. Like, it. they made sure it was also very in your face of like... Oh, okay. Um, are you mad at me because I want to know if you fucked on the bathroom sink? Because I don't have to know. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and like, I also feel this, that vibe you talked about where Strange Love is very like angry in the verses. Mm-hmm. But the chorus is very like, huh. A little bit of release there. Yeah. Yeah. The chor- like the verses are very like da na 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 da and then the the chorus is so like not. <laughs> yeah, it does go for like a different. It's vibe. a very different vibe that somehow works. Like they complement so well, even though they are completely different. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sorry, I have too much to say. I love Strange mm-hmm. Love right now. No, absolutely. I wouldn't dare want to take that away from you. I wrote in my notes TV sex scene music. Yes, but That's- like really grabby rough sex and unfortunately it's gonna have to be on like premium hbo showtime type channels because uh they're they're not gonna let those f-bombs slide through in basic cable so you aren't gonna see this on the vampire diaries anytime soon oh yeah you would you just would only get the chorus or or would they cut do that weird thing where they cut out the f-word so while the sound of the fucking takes first and foremost you don't hear the the F course, the F bombs just dropping out. I'm so sorry. I am now going to do something you only ever get to do to me. I literally took my headband off. I'm so excited to do this to you. Why? I don't really know how much you pay attention to music from TV shows, but they chop and screw those songs. Mm-hmm. So we would have gotten line like three of the first verse. Yeah. And a little bit more, but then skipped the bridge and gone to the chorus. They would have chopped up that song. So you wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, at the very least, I would say I've never seen a TV sex scene that was, like, longer than a minute. So And that's what I'm saying. They would have yeah. just chopped it. They would have skipped to the, like, it would have literally been a lot of really rough grabs on, like, thighs and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. like, then we would have gone to the chorus of, we made a, fog, a story in the fog of the windows that night. And that would have been, like, the fade out. Okay. You know what? Cable networks out there. You want a new TV sex scene? Sorry. <laughs> we got one for you. Sorry. Uh, you know this, but they do not. I used to want to literally do that for a living. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, I when I listen to music, picture what film thing or, like, what TV thing I would want in that part of the song. Hell yeah. And so you would cut from the second part of the first verse to the chorus. That's, they do that a lot. They, that make- that's how you get rid of the F words. That makes a lot of sense. Well, so, there you go. I we'll never make it. to do that in the tone of, oh, you poor baby. And I got really excited. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, It's well, because that's usually the shit you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
but no, that, 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 that's a very illuminating response, Tiffany. A very good point. So, sorry. I could talk about this song forever, so move along. That's fair. All right. The next song we have is a little, uh, little beat called Coming Down. You go first. I only wrote two words. Chill vibes. Yes. Yeah. That's my only note for it's the song. It's literally what the song's called. It is. You're coming down. Yeah. There's another song like this later on in the album, but and that's the thing. With a good album, sometimes you need a song that's not like a runaway hit, but if you got some heavier songs coming up, maybe you need a little transition. I also feel like you needed something after how aggressive Strange Love is. Strange Love is an aggressive song. It's a really aggressive song. So Coming Down is actually a good choice right after Strange Love. It's also just like, there is not a song on this album I can say, even New Americana, there is not a song on this album I can say I hate. Mm -hmm. I love this album. And so like, that makes my tolerance of even a new Americana, like, that's fine. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, if you love the album as a whole, I think having a bit more affinity for, like, the B-sides or the transition songs, totally valid. Yeah, and so, like, I don't have a lot to say about it, but, like, still worth a listen, y'all. Yeah, maybe, like, don't go track down, coming down no, 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 on no. its own, no, but no, no. don't skip it. No, 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 it's not a skip. You can skip Colors Part 2, or you can listen to some of Colors. Listen to two minutes of Colors Part 2. And then go, I get it, and then move along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, it's good because as we were talking about transition songs, it's a good transition song. You go from Strange Love, Intense, Coming Down, Okay, We're in a Good Place Now, Haunting. What do you want it to be called, though? <laughs> it's got to be called Haunter. Why? The Pokemon. Because I love him. <laughs> so that I said, Haunter me. Is that yeah. how it goes? <laughs> It's just, now the song is just Haunter singing it. It's just Haunter telling you. Hell like, yeah. me Haunter. Haunter me. Haunter, but Haunter the Hungry. Is <laughs> I said Haunter the Hungry, in case anyone uh, didn't hear that. The classic Haunter the Hungry from the motion picture pop star. A little spoof of that. That was a real reaction. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> she needed a second, y'all. So give her a second. Uh, God, why are you all rushing me? Give her a second high. Um. But, um, oh man, I had a real thought for it and then you fucked me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I can say I only wrote a quick little thing about it. Yeah, tell me. It. So I only wrote two sentences. Scary disco music. <laughs> I'm really mad. You're not wrong. I dig it. That's all I said about it. it just, and I like the song. It is haunting. Like the song tells you. Yeah. But it, it, it's, it's, got, it's similar to the Roman holiday in that there's a bit more pep to this step. But it's. But only a bit. See, I compare it more in my brain to Drive, mm-hmm. and that it's, you're still like, like lyrically, because I am more lyrics driven for this album, yes. it's literally, I'm begging you to keep on haunting me. Like, which, come on, man. <laughs> which, by the way, we talked about this off the pod. Yes. The second half of this album does a lot of callbacks to the first half. Yes. And you could argue Haunting is like, just by its title alone, like almost a straight sequel to Ghost. Yes. You know? Where it's just like, yeah, it's like, you're not there for me. It's like... But don't but leave. Maybe try to be there then? You know, just, just hang around and go for it. See, it feels like... Okay. Oh, shit. I don't know if you know this song. There's this song by Fauzia called So Why. And the, the point of that song is literally, mm-hmm. I know you want to break up with me. But just pretend you still love me. So lie to me. Just lie to me. And like that is what this song feels like to me. Mm-hmm. It's more of a... I, I agree with the ghost of it all, of, like, ghost being, hey, you're not who you were to me before. Yes. But I will take what you will give me. Please just don't go. I'm begging you, don't go. Like, 
still be here. And you get these weird discordant ghosty sounds and like it's just haunting. <laughs> yeah. I picture her I picture them singing this in like an abandoned mansion with ghosts just kinda ghosting about in the background. I think that's what I picture I picture this one more as a music video. Yeah. Or uh true blood true blood style vampire party. Hmm. Okay. Where everyone's very sexy, but in a lot of really dark colors. I didn't quite true blood enough to see that image, but I, I imagine quite a few fans out there did. So. I loved true blood. That's for you TV fans out there. Because I love TV. And this will TB. Oh, you did say TV. I thought you said I love TV. Sorry. I was like, I was like, that's cool, Tiffany. But you do love TV. I love TV. And you love TB. I don't. Oh, you don't love True Blood. You have complicated feelings. I actually do. Also, I, my brain said tuberculosis. Um, oh, so you love tuberculosis? No. That's why I said no. Oh. Yeah, I was going to be like, it's like, I, am I going crazy? I thought, am I shitting myself here? What's yeah. happening? Yeah, I need you to stop shitting yourself in my house. <sighs> you know, that's a fair request, quite frankly. <laughs> I think. But yeah, yes. I legit, I love this song, I think, more than anything else on this album. Mm-hmm. headphones your first listen your first listen has to be at headphones this is one of my heavy hitters Same. I, I think this is a great song it's such a cool use of music and weird sounds and their voice and it's just such a cool like smoosh yeah you know smoosh yeah the song smooshes you i get that honestly <laughs> i'm so sorry no, no i don't know fancy words <laughs> smoosh is fine we don't we're not music critics we don't need those fancy words i used to know them and then i forgot them all because of the war people, the people don't tune into this podcast to hear about us jack off about circles of fifths or whatever bullshit we're here to talk about how these makes our how these songs make us feel in our loins move along i don't want to talk about my loins <laughs> okay then well Speaking not of loins, because there's no good segue from that, we got Gasoline. Which, at this point, the album emotionally is really dropping, and I do not mean that as an insult. No, it's just not happening. Halsey's just, like, the sad shit's really rising to the surface, and that's compelling, though. It's it's a very compelling idea thing to do for the album. It's also, at least for me, how my depression happens. I'm fine. Then I'm fine. And then I'm like, am I fine? And then I'm like, I don't think I'm fine. And like, that is what the album does. Yeah. It is such a physical embodiment of how depression hits me that like, I'm obsessed. I get that. <laughs> this song specifically, I, my, I don't know if I've ever said this on the pod, my boy is Chinese. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why is this song weirdly traditionally Chinese? <laughs> yeah. Especially in the opening seconds. There yeah. is what I can only call traditional Chinese-sounding music. And I, for this song, I can't quite reconcile that sound choice. It doesn't sound bad. I like this song quite a bit. And it also has a really aggressive fuck in it, which I, we love. Yes, and in fact, I think I know which fuck you're talking about, because that one is where they specifically say, do you call yourself a fucking hurricane like me? Literally, the name of the last one. Oh, no. Many There's another one, too. Oh, yeah? That one's not as aggressive to me. What's the aggressive Just one? to pour that motherfucker down the drain like me. They do say that. Mm-hmm. They do be draining. They And, like, it's... Both of those fucks are very fuck. Like, it's yeah. very enunciated. It hits really hard. Yeah, like, like, like we mentioned earlier, when Halsey drops an F-bomb, they want you to know and they have a reason for it. And I think that's Lyrically, cool. 
they are not some big fancy here's all this big cool imagery like i've literally watched all of you talk about a different song and it was like line by line and they were like well this is about this and you're like yeah it's literally what the lyrics are though like i got it but it's still vocally so fucking talented it is like more than the words speak for it as someone who knows them all what they do with them for it speaks volumes. Yes, I was going to say, it's a risky gambit at first when you decide that your lyrics are going to be simplistic, direct, and to the point. Because in that case, basically the music has to back you up. Because if it doesn't, the lyrics sound silly or thin. But from pretty much all this album, yeah, the music backs them up in a major way. So the simplistic lyrics, I actually enjoy it now more so. I do too. But like, I this was my first real loves Yes. For Halsey. And so, like, I will always have a special place for it. But it is not, like, I still love it, but I can understand. It's not for everyone. It is a weird vibe. Yeah. yeah and I'm not even, when I say that traditional Chinese stuff, uh, I can't reconcile with it. That's not even me thinking of things like cultural appropriation. No, it's just a weird vibe. Like, it's just an odd choice. I think it works for me because it is such a, like, what are we even doing? Yeah. And, and it's already in a song. It's already like a very audacious sounding album. Yeah. So it's another the, big one to me. Making those kind of big swings is not like the most outside of the box idea. So that's why I wouldn't even say this is a bad song. I think it's still one of the better tracks. Yeah. I think it is made so fucking cool. I just, that, that part of it, I can't quite reconcile in a very minor way. Still a good song. It really good job, Halsey. fucked up my partner. <laughs> he was <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> Which, Which is, yeah. yeah I, I, I think that. that matters. But yeah, I love this song. I just, it's just such a cool song. <laughs> it is. I gotta agree. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I thought I'd have more words and Some, I just love it so much. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Sometimes, like Halsey, you just gotta, gotta call it like it is. Just a good song. Who next? Speaking of good songs and speaking of our kind of downward spirals into bummer times, we got Control. Which you know... Right now, number one for me. I'm obsessed with Control. Control is angry the way that Strange Love is, yes. but it's more desperate. I would say this is almost like the least pop song on the album outside of New Americana, but New Americana more just because it sounds weird. This one just because it's like, this is a song where Halsey was like, all right, if we're going to go down this sad rabbit hole, we're going to fucking find bottom if we can. This is literally the emotional rock bottom of this album. Yes. Like it hits hard. It literally gives me chills. I'm obsessed with it. It's another one you have to do in headphones for all the weird little sounds. Yeah, this this is a song we've talked about how Halsey uses a lot of tension release, which and from what I've heard, it's a pretty common like songwriting technique. It is. This is like all tension and then it ends. This is the epitome to me of supernatural teen drama. You are mm-hmm. angry. You are not okay. Does your boyfriend want to suck your blood? Will he die in the daylight? I almost, you know what I see personally oh, as someone who doesn't watch a lot of supernatural teen dramas? What? I almost like see this as a scene where someone is watching like someone else turn into a werewolf and is like can't stop them and it's someone they care about. So they're just like watching this person fucking writhe in pain as they turn into a monster. Like that's the imagery that comes to my head when I hear my the song. brain is yes. also werewolf, but like they didn't realize they were scratched. It's not someone you love. It's literally your monsters, and you are becoming them, and it is devastating. Mm-hmm. 
That's fair. Yeah, that's all. Sorry, yeah. too serious. I got it's, very dramatic in my speaking. Yes, but also, it's kind of a serious... It's a, yeah. Halsey has said in interviews that this is, like, straight up, like, about their bipolar yeah. uh, disorder. So, yeah, it's like, and, and they have to be honest about it. And since the album is already talking about being in kind of an unbalanced place emotionally, yeah, this is it's just going to be even heavier. I think you can feel it in the album, though, because, yes, I feel like the first half is front-loaded with a more poppy style. Yeah. But I think it's still a little, like unorganized in a way that makes sense for the wildness of the emotions yes and we've talked about how in the audio there's all these weird little choices and noises in the background and i think that kind of helps tie the darker second half to the first half it's not like the first half is lighthearted, but those bizarre noises keep continuing and in fact enhancing like in this song in particular control there is a point near the end where the drums and the percussion becomes less full and more syncopated, like it's rising. And that happens at the same time that the background vocals at first are only saying some of the words that she says, mm-hmm. or that they say, and then later every word of the chorus is also the background vocals. And so it's layers on layers of building and building and building. Yeah, and then it just stops. Yeah, no. it's literally control, and then it's done. And you're like, who? Wait, what? Yeah. What? No, no release. No. No, uh, no resolution. You're still stressed the fuck out. I would say this is my number one right now. This one took a while to grow on me, but I would call it a heavy hitter now. Mm, it's so good. Like it just, I feel we, you and I, in our friendship, have talked about how there's certain songs that you have to be in the right mood for. Yeah. Control is, but it is one of those for me. And that, like, because yeah. of how much time I spent with this album, I love it. Yes. But I know if I listen to Control too much, too close together, it's going to fuck me up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a that's a fair that's a fair reasoning. But yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's definitely not the one I would like. It's the one that's hardest to recommend, like as a solo track. Bad like, Love is the one I'd recommend. Bad Love's good. Colors. That was also Colors. That's an easy heavy hitter right there. A lot of the first half, besides New Americana. All right. So uh, from there, unless we have any more to stay on Control, I feel like we said our piece really I have too really much well. to say about Control. That, that's the thing. Like, we could almost do a whole I can talk. Like, the ones, there are certain ones where you just hear me stop because I go, Tim, you cannot talk about this one song for 45 minutes. Like, yes. I have, I also have said to Chris, for the way I'd want to talk about like control and strange love, I would need clips mm-hmm. to show what it is that it does in the right way to have people understand what I'm trying to explain. Yes, we are unfortunately not really at that point in our podcast. No, we're we little babies. Where we could do or want to do stuff like that, but I agree with Tiffany. I think this is an album that, like, the more you break it down, the more fun stuff you find, even if like. The album as a whole, I wouldn't call fun. No, it's not. But it also is like a good belter in the car album. Yeah, like it's still evocative. Like it's still ultimately a pop album. Just, just ones with bitch, bit more shades of gray. Bitch more shades of gray. Bitch more shades of gray. (laughs) Y'all, the new Fifty Shades coming soon. Bitch more shades of gray. Ah, finally. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry. No. Let that go. That's fine. It did sound a lot like bitch when I said it. (laughs) (laughs) That said, though, we are going to move on. We've got two songs left. We do. And and I imagine, yeah, yeah, we're going to start wrapping it up. Yeah, we got it. The next song is called Young God. I love Young God. It's not like Mm -hmm. as heavy. Like, it's definitely coming more back up. 
Yes. But it's still like, oh, man. For, for this one, one I say give me a couple more listens. Because right yeah. now, I would say this is more of a, a coming down situation. It's a cool down after some of the really heavy shit that we need to get through before Especially the Especially nothing could follow fucking control yes. and not need to grow on you. But like Young Gods literally was one of the last ones to grow on me. But then when it did, it was great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's it is what a grower, not a shower. And by the way, the original album... Young, Young God, God is still the second to last song. That's the right place for it. But yeah, it is. The last three tracks go Control, Young God, Ghost, which Ooh. is a hell of a is a hell of a closing sequence. That's wild. And very different from what we got because yeah. we got Control and we got Young God. We'll talk about the next one in a second. But like I love Young God. Young yes. God is to me good <laughs> you say some stuff I'm, I'm thinking through lyrics in my brain so i can express it yes actually i wrote down the notes uh so i did mention that it was a cooldown song in my notes but i also said it's getting real distorted in the soundscape for this one yeah this is the one where i feel like not from a lyrical point of view but from an audio point of view halsey is trying to move more away from pop and we'll probably talk about this more album to album halsey seems to struggle with the idea of just being a pop star. And I think that's... There are songs on the next album where you literally hear them talk about, like, living their dream and still being so lonely and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can see that in their music. Like, yeah, lyrically and audio-wise, like, you can just hear and feel that. But I don't know if this is just, like, some Tiffany shit that I did to the song. Mm-hmm. I love this song. Because it reminds me of a thing I do where you tell everyone, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Look at how happy I am. Because it feels like a pop song at first glance to me. Mm-hmm. And then you delve into it. You're like, this shit's got layers and it is not okay. Yeah. And like that is very, anyone who knew me before the way I am now knew that I was very quick to just be like, I'm fine. Like, I don't know why you're being weird. Or, like, goof it off and be like, don't worry about that. And that is how this song gets me. Which is a very interesting and uh, appropriate place, given its second to last uh, standing in the album. Yeah. Because, like I said, it, it works in that, like, cool down kind of sense. Because Control broke you. Yeah. yeah and then absolutely. this is like, don't look at that. That's not broken. I'm fine. Yeah. Trying to basically just trying to sidestep it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again... It is literally a person standing in front of an elephant going, nothing to see. Yeah. <laughs> Do not look at the pachyderm. Look elsewhere. And it's that. And I love it, though. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why I don't really feel comfortable saying it's, it's definitely not a miss. It's a very good it's song. It's very good, but it is not. You have to delve into it because at first glance, it yeah. feels just like comparing love to religion. And yes. it's more than that. It just is. Because a lot of this album, to me, also feels like they are doing so much to be happy and feel joy, but looking for that in others because they cannot find that alone. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the vibe of this album to me. There are there are a lot of uh, themes of codependency that run through this album. And so this still has that. Yeah. Even though it is kind of a boppier bop to me. When I first heard this album, I consider it a bunch of unrelated individual songs more designed for how they all individually sound. Yes. And on some level, it's still kind of that, but 
the more I delve into it, the more I do find cohesion in the lyrics. Because like you said, even though the lyrics are simple, they're simple and direct. They're not simple and like they're not thoughtless. Yes. It's like Halsey is saying what they want to say. And all these songs do ultimately tie back to each other, at least to some core emotions of, like we said, codependency, haunting, unrequited love, even in like relationships. physical shit. Not like abuse, but like looking for that closeness and sex and physical stuff as opposed to emotions. Yeah, this is an album about a lot of relationship woes where all the darkness is either in her own mind or more in her partner's emotional uh wait unavailability and mm-hmm. just like oh pretty much a sorry we gotta steal this line from evanescence uh kind of a you only call me when you're sober vibe like yes. you're not actually here for me you're here because you need something but i also need something it's less in something like the newer billy eilish album where she talks about you know in one song in particular about being groomed basically yeah. so it's like when i say this album is dark like it's Halsey, I don't know. Halsey pulls off the special thing. Where the, I would say the album is like dark, but it's not like the most depressing listen. It's not depressing in the listen. It's yeah. haunting. Yes. Like they called it. It's just haunting. Yeah, that's that's like it still lingers, but not in a way that you're like, oh, man, I'm gonna be sad for four days. Just in a way of like, exactly. How am I still thinking about this? That probably helps a little too, since this is such an early album. This is their first. So yeah, such a good like first album. And this first album being what it is, well, gosh, gosh, golly darn, it needs a closer. Yeah, it does. And for the closer on the deluxe edition, because as I mentioned, the original edition ended with Ghosts. We love Ghosts. This one ends with a cover of Johnny Cash's "I Walk the Line." Is it a cover? Yeah, it's the Johnny Cash song "I Walk the Line," but it's a Halsey cover. It is. Yeah. yeah. Sad. <laughs> yes, I walk the line. Well, folks, Tiffany, you know this, but folks out there, I'm going to blow your goddamn minds for a second. Johnny Cash kind of made sad country. Well, yes. But yeah, like, I, I know. I'm being facetious. I just didn't like it. <laughs> but it wasn't towards you. I don't care. You don't think the audience deserved that? No. We were already meeting them earlier. Fuck them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but what do you think about this song? I. It's not one I listen to a lot, mm-hmm. but like... It's simple, yeah. musically, in a way the rest of the album isn't. Yes. Because it lets their voice be that sad, haunting thing. Very sparse with a very muted, but still very, like, eerie soundscape. It kind of gives me that vibe of um, the TV show The Magicians, Follow Me, mm-hmm. where when they are in the magic world, it is all colors. But it gives me the vibe of when they're in the regular, boring human world, where it's all shades of gray, blue, and it's down. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I thought it was very interesting at first. Firstly, to end an album on a cover, granted it is the deluxe edition, but that's still like kind of an interesting move there. But with this song in particular, I Walk the Line, you know, as you've listened to it lyrically, it is a, it's still a dense song about basically someone saying that like, for this person, for their lover, they'll... Be good. Wait, They'll do all the right things. Be, is it really the cover? Yes. Sorry, that really fucks me up. Because I thought the Johnny Cash one was just called Walk the Line, and I thought it was different. Uh, it might just be called Walk the Line, but it's still a cover. Because if you actually listen to it... Now, actually, you mentioned this before, and I want to talk about it again. Apple Music will play some lyrics along with you on some albums, which I love, by the way. I yeah. think it's an amazing feature. And they'll tell you at the very end who wrote the lyrics to the song. And if you listen to the song, the very last thing you see is written by Johnny Cash. Because I doubted myself too, Tiffany. 
you know, when I first listened to it, I was like, I'm literally Googling. I can't. I, I actually did say to myself, this can't just be a cover. It doesn't sound, well, obviously it doesn't sound like it, but I, I guess I couldn't reconcile that in my head. But no, I looked it up too. It is actually just a straight cover of a Johnny Cash song. But I will say, thematically, even though it's a cover, it weirdly kind of ties the album together as a closer. Because it's literally what the album is. Yeah. The album is so discordant and so like, whoa. And just thematically talking about like, I walk the lines, like, I will be the partner you want. Just please don't leave me. You know? Don't just, break me. Yes. I'm already so broken. Like, please don't do more. And it's like, I will make compromises, you know? Obviously, it's not the most uplifting into an album, but for the album that has come before this, I do think it actually... It, it, it almost ties it together perfectly. Oh my god, it really is. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I was actually kind of blown away by how I've never it just was that. as a cover. I've never done that as a cover. I, for some reason, thought they were different songs. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I think it's because I know the Johnny Cash song. But oh, for like, sure. Yeah. I don't... Because it's such a different song. Yes. Yes. A good the first thing that. I've ever known about you. Yes, that is true. I want to say that. Um... My first intro to my good friend Chris was we talked about music pretty early in our relationship because I was made everyone talk about it with me. And the first thing I ever knew about him was he liked covers that did not sound like the original. That is still like my first real thing I knew about you. Yes. I always felt like if you're going to do a cover, there's no point. And that is what this is. When you're doing it, bring your own flavor to it. And this is very much a Halsey inspired cover. It's so. Still just so haunting and how sparse it is. It paints such a colorless image yeah. in your brain. Yeah, I will agree with you. You mentioned this earlier. It's not really a song I think of it on its own, though. No. I kind of only picture it with the album. It right has now. to be. It's the only way to close it, though. But it is a really good closer. Although, part of me wonders, I might want to listen to the original version, because I wonder how Ghost sounds as a closer, because that's such a good choice, too. It is. I just wonder, I think part of why I love this one as a closer is because it is so sparse mm-hmm. and slow. It feels like ending credits. Yes. Yeah. And so I wonder if I'd feel that with Ghost or not. That's what I'm wondering, too. Because, uh, yeah, I, I think you can make a case for either of them. But for this deluxe edition, I think this is a neat way to end the album. So now, here's some questions. Hell Let's yeah. go through them all. Let's do some questions. What song would you refer to someone else who's never listened to a song off this album? If you only could tell them, like, this is the song you should listen to from this album. Oh, yeah, like, uh, it's interesting you say that. Cause I, have to, the, the, I have to interpret this, like, and I have to be like, is this song I think is representative of Or is this, like, thing just, like, my favorite song on that I think like, hooks hook someone, you know? Yeah, and, like, for everyone that is different. For me, I'm going to say Ghost. I think Ghost is like really more representative of the album as a whole. Haunting. I almost said haunting. Haunting. I think it shows you what the album is in such a cool way. It's haunting. Yeah. I think you have to build up to a controller in Strange Love. Yeah. You can't immediately go there. Haunting. So haunting. Yeah. Haunting, even as a quote unquote heavier track on the album, I still think Ghost is a good like sampling as well. I think so. I think it is. A very good middle ground between the pop aspects and this, like, depressing ones. Yeah, I agree. Haunting is the middle ground to me, and so I think it's haunting. That's a good choice. Um, what is your top song on the album for you right now, though? Yes. Right now, if you only get one. Yes, right now, for me as a person who really only listened to this album twice and a couple of the songs on their own, 
I have to my heart is as colors because I just think the song rules as a song. Control to the point where like I almost think colors go on different all the song album. But as someone who's listened to all four, this is where it belongs. I mean, like like I said, I'm sure it works best on this one, but it's just where were you gonna put it on that shitty third album? I mean, then it would have like had a good song on it. Sorry, I'll get there. But yeah, control. Control is my top. It yeah. breaks you. Yeah. It breaks you with them. And okay. I love a song that makes you go, okay. <laughs> when it's over? Yeah. Like you're physically exhausted. I was just like, Paul is still a great choice yeah. for, uh, for song of the album. Final question. Oh, for sure. As someone who knows me very well and your friends with them, without the information I've now given you, is there a song that you heard that you thought, like, oh, this is the one that Tiffany loves? Strange love. That's valid. You're not wrong. <laughs> Why? It's just because it sounded so much like music, and I don't even mean that as an angle. No, but it does. That's that's what made me think of it. It sounds like angry, horny TV music, which I love. Exactly. It's very horny, but very mad about it. It's the song that when it popped up, that like you most really spring to mind. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I don't have one of these for you. As uh, I was going to say, that'd be a bit more difficult. But, but you know what? Okay. Which song represents me from the South? What is the closest song that you think could be like a mini anthem? And it can be songs you said before. Yeah. Yes. yes, so, so I'm asking Tiffany here, she's going to look over the track list of it. I'm asking more or less, like, what is the song that you think, like, you, you could play, like, the, the Chris Barfield song, you know, because you said about full things performing. Yeah, we know. I was going to say, like, I still got slightly self-conscious as I almost said again, but I was like, it's literally in the credits of our podcast, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I honestly, you know, I asked Tiffany the question, but I don't know if I have an answer for myself. Like, like looking at some lyrics to yes. make sure about the one I think it is. Absolutely. Yeah, for me, I there's a song that I love this album. I, I, I'm almost more curious to see what Tiffany says. And I don't want to put too much pressure on her. It's just, she's the only person in this room uh, that I can see. But you know what? While she's looking at it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to extend this conversation to y'all. And then I will extend it after she says Hurricane. 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 It's poppy. Which is chill. Yeah. But like secretly sad. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like as someone who knows you really well, you are poppy but secretly sad. That's a fair So like it's not how I think about your humor as much as someone who actually knows you really well. Yes. That like I can someday say to you, you're the fucking word, shut up. And yeah. people will be like, ah. And I can say it to you on other days and you'll go, hey man, you just can't today. Like Today that fucked me up. Yeah. And like that's everyone, but like you and I have such an antagonizing relationship that we have had to learn when to set those heavy, heavy like boundaries for that. Yeah. And that's hurricane to me. That's, that's a, a good choice. choice. That's a really, really good, good choice. choice. And also it is the song we said don't be toxic. I agree with that. <laughs> so I would it's love, the one I got. I would love for hurricane to be my answer. It's also a little sir. ghost. And you love the little guys. Now, right now, I'm going to see the rest of the birdies playing, though. <laughs> so imagine me coming down with 
I'm not going to do the white scene. It's going to be I'm going to do the same scary thing. Don't do that. No, never. No. No, I'm not do that. Good Lord. I just wanted to know what you do on my bags. The answer is double down. You were so mad. You know, do you know why I'm like so against this idea? Who did it? What? Did someone do it? No. Oh, I was like, oh, this feels like something that would happen. That's okay. 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 That's because at first glance, you're like, okay. And then you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I can get that. So that's my pick. Um, do we have any other closing sentiments that we want to kind of do on this album? I don't normally do this. Yes. Y'all, this album's so good. Like, I love the music I love. But, like, this album is powerful and such an amazing intro to this artist who has changed over every album. Really made some choices, but like, get into this album. Like, it is so good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm fascinated. I liked, I don't like doing stuff like this because like, it's fun to watch artists grow or sometimes not grow in ways that I think that's something we found the Lonely Island when we were doing that. Yeah. So I'm actually really fascinated. Even with or that. grow in different ways, which I also feel for the Lonely Island. Yeah. That, like, those first three albums were eh, like, in the sense of the growth in them. But the when we get to like pop stars and stuff, you're like, oh, you knew what you were good at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So from here, I'm fascinated to see the uh, whole trajectory because I know some singles, but I don't really know the album as a whole. So the second one is going to be an interesting ordeal. I know the third one, Manic, is uh, boring. boring it's the one I thought you liked. I'm so sorry. I've genuinely been dunking on you for like a year because I thought you liked Manic. <laughs> yeah. So I got the. Uh, I got the free, uh, the time, and the release schedule mixed up. But no, so the next album we will get on Holes will be a little album called Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. Which you know songs from, I'm just going to tell y'all. Like, yes. that is heavy, Halsey radio songs. Yeah, this is kind of when Halsey was sort of starting to pick up some steam a bit more. I mean, I'm going to have a lot more intense feelings about this album because that album came out when one of my close friends died. <laughs> Yes. So I listen to it on like the plane a lot. And so like I have a lot of tears. <laughs> that and already following up an album we have such a strong relationship with. Yeah. We'll be doing the deluxe edition, right? Yeah, we have to. It's the only way to live. Sounds okay. Yeah. It's the only way I live. That's fair. Honestly. But like And we'll always do it on the show if you prefer that. I like that. I I like doing the one that you are used to, a la when you pick an artist, we'll do what you want. Yeah. Like, for this to be an artist I loved and followed, I am such a deluxe edition slut because I want to know everything I can know. Yes, and quite frankly, like I would agree with you earlier, I do think the deluxe edition, looking at the track list of the regular edition, it kind of beats out the album in a really good way. Also, we're only doing the albums. There is actually a little EP that comes between these two albums that has a couple of songs that aren't on the album, but like... Yes. We're not gonna. Like, I love it. It does have some of my favorite shit, but, like, we don't need it. We gotta make some bops. Yeah, and that's all that is. Like, it's got some bops, but, like, we don't need it. Yeah, we're here mostly looking at the mainline discography. Yeah. So. I just wanted to acknowledge, because I do. I do appreciate it. Know that. (laughs) 
Yes, I do appreciate because a lot of these artists we want to cover do have like these EP kind of stuff. And sometimes even the EPs can be like really representative of their transformation. Also, that EP is half songs on this album. There's only like two songs that are on this album. That's why I think it's really good that we, that we with you specifically during the deluxe edition. Yeah. Because we get to talk about some of these songs without missing them. Yeah. Like, there's so many songs I just love. So, y'all. It's Halloween. It's getting spoopy up in here. It's spoop. It's spoop o'clock, y'all. Spoop and scoop em. Spoop and scoop em. <laughs> Speaking of neither of those things. Today, I was going to say, yeah. he's going to do it. He's going to come out of to do. <laughs> he's got a nail. Yep. Now, Tiffany, we're, we're looking to good people out there, dude. Y'all, go leave us reviews. Go talk about Halloween to your friends. Wish your friends a happy Halloween. Please. But also, go leave us reviews where you can. Obviously, Apple. I know you can rate on Spotify. I don't know what Google does. Um, but we're all kinds of places. Tell people about us. Secretly put us on their phone on their phones. You know. Views. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Where else can they spoop or scoop us? Well folks, you can find us on Twitter. That is our main social media platform. And our only only social media platform right now. And our handle is jokesterpod at jokesterpod. J-O-K-E-S-T-E-R-P-O-D. You can reach us there. If you want to reach us with personal not creepy messages, also on Twitter. Ooh, also about Halsey Ween. Yes. That's an option. Absolutely. True. About Halsey Ween, whatever you want to whatever you want to chat about, we got an email. And that email is jokesterpod at gmail.com. I would love for y'all to tell us scary little Halloween things y'all want us to do, or like y'all do, because I don't Halloween very hard, but this little freak loves scary shit. I do, so please hit us with that stuff. Tell us some of your favorite Halsey songs, Halsey albums, whatever you love about Halsey. If you disagree with me, that's fine. Just be polite about it. Yeah. Don't call me mean names. I think that, yeah, please don't directly insult us in our (laughs) direct messages. I'm sorry. I just said a lot in this episode about my anxiety and depression, and I was like, please be nice to me. Yeah, no, I and I stand by that 100%. Be nice to Tiffany, please. Yeah, I'm a lady. Yes, yes. Hey, what's the next album? (laughs) What is that next album? Well, gosh, let me tell you. It's called Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. So that's going to be next week, y'all. We're spending the month of October celebrating Halloween. Yes. So we shall see you in the future. What is happening? I gotta go. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.